Yeah. Some things don't age, and the Monster Girl wiki is one of them. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, that's uh, anime in general, though. Hello, and welcome back. <laughs> to Beard's Funhouse. One of your food smells like tuna, and it's throwing me way off. It might be mine. Four cheeses? It's too many cheeses. Actually, five cheeses. It's five three cheese. That loops right back around the tuna, obviously. <laughs> if you put five cheese in any... Five cheese in anything. <laughs> Even, like, the same cheese. Like, you get mild cheddar, old cheddar, uh, new cheddar. I don't know. Fucking... I don't know what other two cheddars are there. Cheddar. Um, now, if you're smelling tuna, what are the odds it's, like, our food, and what are the odds it's just me? That's actually a good possibility. Yeah. I actually forgot that. Like, we don't have tuna at my restaurant, but... Yeah, no, it's, that's just Zach. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the now warm smell of uh, aerated seafood. Beard's fun house now smelling of tuna. Mm-hmm. Mm. Better than tilapia. Yeah, yeah. So, how's it going? Oh! Well, it's a good time. Since we're already talking about seafood hell. Um, <laughs> so, the nightmare I had. Oh, right, yeah, you so, had a like, nightmare. Work, work dreams are the worst, yeah, right? Yeah, no, I've never had a work dream, but, like, to... Oh, lucky you. I've had them a lot. Um, now, they're always very abstract and strange, but not a big deal. So, dream I had last night. Now, this, the catalyst to this is that I've been watching a lot of just Gordon Ramsay stuff over mm-hmm. the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he's I... He's a good boy. I like him. So, well, he's an ass, but I like him. Uh... He's not screaming at stuff. The guy's genuinely awesome. Oh, he is. Well, he screams because he cares. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Just like me. That's <laughs> why the cat yeah. and I don't really bond all the time. Yeah, cats don't scream well. Um, yeah, so I, I, in my dream, I'm sitting there making food, and uh, I hear like the buzzer, and the side door opens. I look over, and it's just Gordon Ramsay just walks into. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot this was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks into the the kitchen, and he doesn't say anything. I just look over at him, and I go, oh, God, chef, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he looks at me like, what the fuck are you on about, right? And I'm like, man, sir, I got nothing good to tell you while you're here, dude. I'm so sorry. Just don't yell at me. <laughs> I'm doing my best. I love how he just showed up and you're immediately yeah. defensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I and then the dream ended. <laughs> that was it. That's what woke me up in a cold sweat. In a cold sweat. Chef, I'm so sorry. Just oh, out of nowhere. Honestly, he was pretty chill about it. Like, <laughs> there was no reason to like be panicky on him. Mm-hmm. That is fantastic. That's ridiculous. Oh, my lord. Yeah, I, I don't have dreams like that, or ever, really. Like, any dream I do have, I forget it Im- immediately, or I wake up going, I don't even think I dreamed. <laughs> the most notable dream is the one I keep liking to bring up that stole three days from me, where I woke up three times in a row, and then I woke <laughs> up finally. <laughs> oh, I like this guy. His cake's really nice. They're base-coated really well. I also once had a dream where I'm pretty sure I sold my soul to the devil <laughs> for power, and then, like, woke up. I was like, man, like, just felt like something was off when I woke up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Went out, started making a coffee. I was like, just sitting there waiting for it to do. And then it hit me. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I do? <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what kind of Faustian deal that I put myself into? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lord. <laughs> no, I think I mentioned a couple times that I just don't really dream. I think the last one was that alien one that I had. 
where I like, still kind of remember the alien names, which is weird. Mm. It's very uncomfortably, like, it's an uncomfortable dream. It just had this unsettling aura, like I was watching Marble Hornets for the first time, but it wasn't horrifying. It was just, like, intriguingly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm. I hate it. I'm pretty sure I've talked on the podcast about the related dreams I've had reoccur through my entire life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in the same multiverse. I'm waiting for one of those to happen again. Yeah. What was it? The fucking Sasquatch down beside your place? Something like yep. that? Yeah, Sasquatch the next and... street over, and I lived in a weird lab prison thing where I was in prison, and once there was an eyeball man chasing me and disintegrated me. Yeah. And then I got stabbed while I was in prison in this research lab, and it just... You know, they're never explicit. I just realized, oh, man, I'm in the same place. <laughs> I just got way dizzy. Out of nowhere. That's a concern. Mm-hmm. Wow, we're just talking about dreams and, like, maybe maybe, maybe yeah. this is a dream. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to wake up. person listening to this is going to wake up in a cold sweat <laughs> with all of our, like, all of our SoundCloud library just open in all tabs onto their computer. And uh, they're going to donate and like and then subscribe i guess yeah. i thought you were saying i was gonna wake up and i'm actually like some uh, middle eastern man in the uh, <laughs> sub-saharan you could be i don't know working a, 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 Rec- a un uh, peace deal look dreams are recently exiled from the roman empire with dreams of how to create a new foundation oh no <laughs> <laughs> yeah like we're going back 1300s like <laughs> I've got I've got all this ideas for uh, technology, a wonderful world. Yeah. Why is nobody listening to me? Why are you condemning me? <laughs> he gets hit by a goose, people. <laughs> oh no! I'm a visionary. <laughs> Fabio Muhammad, no. <laughs> the, the best <laughs> boy. That's his name. That's yeah, legitimately Fabio his name. Muhammad. Yeah. <laughs> it's an unusual name for you know the Middle East, but it's incredible. Love it. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> what was even that? What happened? Did we just take a break? Was that an intermission? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, okay. playing it back in my head, I just heard the Metal Gear Solid Five when he smokes the cigar. But I heard that played backwards because I felt like that was the sound I made with my mouth. You are an interesting character. <laughs> it's been warm. It has been warm. <laughs> it's muggy. Yeah. Um, so this feeling right here in yeah. this room, when yeah. we allude to it constantly, this yep. is what my kitchen feels like. Hate it. So when I spend, uh, like seven hours at night and then go home and sleep and then wake up and go back and then do it for six hours and then, and then come then here, come here <laughs> by the time I'm here, my synapses are gelatin signals. You should be used to it by now. I don't adapt well yeah. to environments. <laughs> um, I do way better in, like, cold temperatures. Yeah, I... Actually, I do better outside than I do inside of the heat. If I'm yeah. outside of the heat, I can go for ages. Like, my best beep test thing that I've done was outside, blaring heat, middle of July, now-ish. Yeah. Um, in, like, when I was at cadet camp, and I did, like, 14 or 15 level, something yeah. like that. And I just kept going, and it was... Yeah. blisteringly hot like but 2 in the afternoon I don't mind that too much it's humidity that gets me and I find you get a lot worse humidity inside 
Because yeah. everything's stagnant. Well, right? yeah, there's yeah. no movement of the air, you, right? You trap the moisture, yeah. That's why I have an air exchanger in here. Stop breathing at me. Stop. <laughs> oh, oh, stop. I'm only being breathed on. I'll finish my coffee first. Oh, no. There you go. There None you go. None of this is okay. We call it the dragon's breath. You no, know, it's got the shivery <laughs> fucking shivery mm-hmm. breath. Good yes. stuff. So, yeah, I brought, I brought custodies. They're cute. They, uh, they're base coded really well. Some of the details are really nice. They, some of them need a little bit of TLC, like this dude's hands falling off. But yeah, um, and this guy's face. Just look at this guy's face. Oh. <laughs> How not... you doing, bud? Oh, no. <laughs> Where are you looking, friend? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> well, yeah. So, like, he's looking at you. Yeah. And he's looking for you. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put it. Yeah. That's how that's how the emperor's best is vigilant by just looking with both eyes. <laughs> I can't I, now. I cannot actually not picture uh, space marines that are reverse cross-eyed, like just eyes going in opposite directions at all times, so that they can better search for heresy. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to stretch it, that's essentially the Adeptus Mechanicus. That's yeah. yeah actually, you're not wrong. Yeah, they they I, even I, I install know. eyes. Like, yeah. Where was this knife from? Hmm. A knife? It's probably on like a belt or something, or it was just a bit. Because like this is hot glued. Well, I don't know. This is not okay. You're not okay. That's also true. You have one load of custodies, and that's what you play. <laughs> <laughs> you got one guy with a banner. I'm pretty sure that counts as a war spirit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, they only come with the uh, the blade and the storm shields. Like, none of them actually have the spear, which kind of sucks. Because hmm. I, I would rather play two spear, one shield. Well, spears are hot, but... The spears are... Well, I mean, rapid fire, one, range 24, versus pistol, two, range 12. Oh, you also get the three plus <clears throat> method. Yeah. Like... I don't know. They're hot uh, models. But, I mean, four up in Volsay versus three up in Volsay. I'd rather take the four up and have something where I could do some offense from long range to pick off psychers. That's just me. Just charge them. Just run at them. Get in sure. There. And then they'll psych me, mm-hmm. and then it won't matter because I have three ones. <laughs> what if they roll like 11 and then they roll three on their D3 Stop. damage? Stop. Uh, and then you say, okay, well, I'm going to spend two CP to make sure I don't die and then psychs you again. <laughs> That's, that's my dream. <laughs> I have a vision. Well, that's another thing, too. I'd rather take a weapon that doesn't deal one damage. I mean, that's also fair. Yeah. Because I melee in one damage is kind of rough. With these guys, I would rather be able to put yeah, out... I mean, you get one dice on injury, but I'm pretty sure they have, like, a fuck ton of attacks. They do not, actually. Oh. I think they get, like, three. Three is still a fuck ton. Yeah. And, uh, like, strength is only four, I think, without the uh, the weapon. Look, Devin, they're good models. They're decent models. I would just rather this, like two spears and one shield boy. See, what you do is you take the sword, and then you take a staff from any other model kit, and then you just, on the bottom of their hands, just stick the long bit. So now it's a spear, and they're holding shields. What if I painted paint toothpick yeah. and do the same thing? What if I just take the sword and... Glue the sword on the bottom of the sword, and then he's dual wielding swords. Oh, that's like, double sword. <laughs> so strength eight, uh, six right. attacks. <laughs> it doesn't double the strength; just doubles the attacks. But there's two blades. Yeah, but he doesn't get fucking stronger when he's swinging them. But I'm I'm attacking in a circular sun motion. Oh god, no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
This is how we get when we discuss. I know. Yeah. It's okay. So all those, like, every so often when you, like, post, like, hey, what do you think of this for, like, the orcs and things, you have to load out, like, 20 guys. No, nope, here is Digi-Kilty, three of them. That's that's all you can take. Yeah. Go. They're pretty expensive. <laughs> they are 33 points apiece. Ooh. Yeah. Spicy lives. They're, they're worth it. They're, like, an entire army in one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, well, orcs have that with the dudes that are worth... Uh, a 56 points, that was, like, think. worth... Yeah, there's well, a, well, there's a captain or an elite, like one of those things, right? Yeah. Well, like look up the orc mega knob, and you can see that it's an orc in what is equivalent to power armor. Yeah, the mega knobs are super dope. I want like as soon as they came out, I kind of felt bad about just getting rid of the orcs. Um, are you handing those off to me? I would like to. I haven't spoken with them though. Oh, okay. I, I still have them. I just don't want them anymore. <laughs> and I don't want to buy a Mega Knob in order to justify my shitty decisions. Mega Knob. Yeah, Mega Knob's effectively a Custodes, except he's uh, slightly different. Power yeah. Claw, Stick Bombs, Custom Shooter. Could be a boss Mega Knob. Yeah, his shooting sucks, but his, uh, his Fisty Cuff seems decent. I'm pretty sure you could just take a Flamer anyway. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Custom Shooter. Uh, Combi weapon with Scorch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Right, cool. Good enough. I mean, he's just there to take hits and murder everything anyway. Yeah, what's his points on the boss? Meganov's 41 points. Never mind. 37. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, 37 without. What, what, what was I th- talking about? For, oh, no. Points per weapon. You have to add up all the points because you get either kill saws because you can take two, two kill saws, I think. Yeah, single or pair. Five or seven. Yeah, and then seven for a combi weapon with Scorcha. So you're still paying like fourteen. So that's yeah, fifty, sixty-one point, or yeah, fifty-one points for a mega knob. Ew. But they're cute. <laughs> There's half your army right there on one model. <clears throat> yeah. Granted, the uh, let's send them out with a pain boy and a bunch of Gretchens. You're fine. Where's the uh, where's the scorching? Uh, Is it in the other book? Scroll down. <clears throat> oh, it's also in the other book. No, oh no, uh, it might be just in the other book there. Ah, ah, ah. Orcs are right below Necrons, yes, and I don't can't remember what page number the Necrons are, so good luck. There you go. There you yeah. go. Nice. Just open right to it every time. Oh, yeah. No, I love this, uh, this yeah. stuff. Shoot and Scorcha. Assault D6, uh, Strength 5. It's a good weapon. That's actually, yeah, really good. <clears throat> strength 5, minus 1 AP. That's got fire, everything fire, a weapon fire. wants to be, and it automatically gets the Strength target. 5 on the flavor also feels real nice. <laughs> I wish my flavors were Strength 5. It yeah. could be if you wanted them to be. I I mean, I could lie. Yeah. I could lie a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I could also lie. Yeah. <gasps> Stop! That's cheating. <laughs> uh, my uh, Goss Blasters can shoot through uh, shoot through anything, so you're, you're dead. <laughs> uh, AP minus a billion. Yeah. I, I will say, logically, a D-Scythe on a Wraith Guard. A D-Scythe is a weapon that shoots and steals your soul. Nice. <laughs> and doesn't you don't see it fire. Well, why would it? I mean, yeah. They shoot soul bullets. Yeah, exactly. You can't see those can't with normal see eyes. soul bullets. So, yeah. Logic. <laughs> yeah, you have to have the mystic eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I, I, I know my lore. Yeah. Uh, like, at least 2% of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of lore. There's a lot of lore. But, uh... <laughs> Can we push Shiki in some power? No. Please? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Shiki's a custodian. It's <laughs> None of this is okay. I hate all this. 
Oh, you know full well he'd be forces of chaos. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, I, I do want to see Nimrod Kurzer leading a Necron army or something, mm-hmm. <clears throat> or just like he he could do Tyranids. He could. He is a Tyranid, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> right, <never> hey, <laughs> that boy is not right. It's... <laughs> How did he get here? What 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 birthed him into this universe? Well, you see, a couple orcs were drunk and yeah. saw him petting like three animals. <laughs> <laughs> and thought that he was the animals. So now, whoops! <laughs> See, everything makes sense in the forty k lore because yeah. you can like you can explain it either with orcs, chaos, the warp happened and spawned it. Yeah. Or it's an ancient civilization that's been dead for a millennia, <laughs> and they just decided to wake up now. Yeah. Three millennia. There's a lot. There's a lot of time. Um, yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm expecting soon that there's just like another one that gets awakened and like. I have no idea what they would be. Well, like we got Necrons, and I'm fairly certain I'm fairly certain they're smart enough not to do that shit again. Yeah, because if Necrons woke up and then right next to them in the same bed were another race, they'd probably be like, "What the fuck just happened?" Fucking all right, trans universe uh, bear army. There we go. There you go. <laughs> all right, never mind. We're fine. I'm I'm selling everything. <laughs> yeah, invest in bears. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bears are a smart investment. Like you know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's the title of this one. Bears are a smart investment. Well, like, okay. So, <laughs> other animals, like giraffes, they're just awful for their for their value, right? Yeah. Like, you, you can't really eat a lot of them. They're tall and freaky, and they eat trees. So, like, awful. But bears, you know what they're about. They're very territorial. They're good parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if push comes to shove, you need to put like you need to kill them and eat them. There's a lot of meat. Granted, it's very gamey. Uh, and there's a lot of fur. Are you gonna wear a fucking giraffe in the winter? I don't think so. Unless you're wearing like 16 layers. That is a lot of giraffe. Yeah. I mean, okay. All right. All right. You got the neck skin and stuff, but like, do you really want to walk around like with neck skin sleeves? I'm trying to justify. I, I, I try to prefer to not wear tall horse, but yeah, yeah. Don't don't wear tall horses. Wear big bears. Yeah. This is a message from Beard. <laughs> uh, I I can't spell beard without a bear. Yeah, there you go. G I R A. Fuck. Wait. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. So yeah, uh, bears are a good investment. What were we talking about? I have no idea. Oh, another army being imported into Warhammer for no reason. I don't think it'll happen unless no, they bring back one older race, like uh, squats or something. I want or Skaven. space dwarves. Actually, oh, space dwarves would be fucking amazing. Give me space they, rats. No, what do they... Ch- I mean, Skaven would be sweet, or um, what do they turn the lizard men into? What are they called now? I can't remember. Ah... I, I would like Lizardmen. That'd be dope. Lizardmen, like, oh, why don't we just play the Ace of Sigmar, then? We get rats, we get dwarves, and we also get uh, actual Lizardmen. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't remember what they changed them to, though. They have a weird, dumb name that I don't like. <clears throat> oh, well. Is it, Cow. like, Kroot, or? No, the Kroots are tree people. Are they tree people? I thought they were bird people. Kroots? I actually can't remember now. Are you confusing Kroots with Groot? <laughs> No, Kroots are... Seraphon. <laughs> I am Kroot. <laughs> Zach, don't fuck with me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Kroots are street people. They they hang out with the Tau. Okay. Um, that reminds me, my uh, Sunday DM was telling me about... Uh, he and his friends got together and did a rogue trader game. 
Ooh. Uh, which, because it's 40k, has... Anytime you play 40k in, like, a role-playing set or anything else, you just end up uh, basically playing Tomb of Annihilation. Okay. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> accurate. There's not a lot of things in the 40k universe that doesn't kill you instantly. It's true. Yeah. yeah. So, like, they're going, they're smugglers, because of course you are. Oh, well, yeah, Rogue Trader. Rogue Trader is, like, the only one instance where an Imperium, like, Imperium of man-person can hang out with us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're going through, and then, like, you know, they roll on an encounter table to figure out if there's any issues along the way. First thing they run into? Crew police. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Wee <laughs> woo! Yeah. Crew. Oh my lord. Not nice. <clears throat> uh, I, I've forgotten like some of the key parts, but they basically said, well, you got one way to get out of this. Um, and so they went for it, succeeded, and still lost half the party members because <laughs> the crew um, decided they were just going to eat them. Christ. That's what they do. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's... Still, though. God forbid you fight a Tyranid in current lore. Because, <coughs> like, before Tyranids were just, like, Zerg. That's, that's it. But, like, current current uh, roleplay uh, Tyranids, the fluff just says that their organs are also creatures. So you Quite. cut one open, and unless you flame the organs, they're also going to be an encounter. Yeah. Hmm. That, that's crude. Hmm. Yeah. They're, they're weird. They eat people, I think. Yeah, and they hang out with the Tau, I think. I'm pretty sure you can ally Crutes with Tau, or you can, in Kill Team, play Crutes as Tau. Yeah, like, they fit on the thing, but they're, like, they they work in the armies, because I think they're basically mercenaries. Yeah, a lot of the sub-races are just mercenaries, like squats and stuff, or uh, ratlings. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's... I don't think they're going to introduce another thing to 40k. They already they're they're they, they're also really fucking slow. Like it's what yeah week uh, week fourteen and Plastic Sisters still aren't out. Jesus Christ! <laughs> and they only release one update every two weeks. They have one new plastic model, and it was a Sister Superior that comes yeah, in standard right, boxes. Yeah. yeah, but she has a really sick base. I think isn't it? Yes, yeah. Just got a really sick base. Really she's good. she's named. I'm pretty sure in the rule. She might have one thing different from other sister superiors, but I they did have uh, was it in the white dwarf update the the chaos demons as a kill team faction? Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yeah, demons are coming, which is dope. I, I mean, mean demons uh, like we had cultists, and yeah. as we all know, cultists come before the demons. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, the hard and stuff. But uh, <laughs> especially if it's slanesh. Hey, uh, actually, I think they're slanesh, aren't they? Uh, I'm pretty sure you can choose either. Yeah, like I think, you can... I think these ones actually are because, like, um, me, I get bonuses to and also negatives from Slanesh. Mm-hmm. So I get better fighting them, but I have to take nerve tests when I'm fighting them. Also, yeah. but nobody's Slanesh, <laughs> so like they have these in the rule books, and nobody goes Slanesh because why would you? I mean, yeah, yeah you can take cultists <laughs> of Slanesh, but I'm pretty sure their bonuses are awful. Yeah, like um, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but I think Demonettes would be really good. They're really fast. Um, I gotta look at them again because I, I don't know what they're like. I'm not gonna run them obviously because I, I don't even have my team up and running. Mm-hmm. This is technically Patrick's. Yeah. But, so um, coin berserkers uh, are as you expect. They attack a lot. They're pretty strong. Yeah. Um, I've only played against them once in that uh, PUBG thing. We didn't talk about the PUBG thing last time. It was fun. You all right? Well, I, I was yeah, very you, tired. Yeah, I, I was done. I'm pretty sure I paid attention to 
not even a percentage of that game. I looked over. I decided to go look at models. I wandered around trying to keep myself awake. I bought coffee in the middle of it, and I was just a grumpy boy. You, yeah, you were. In terms of what I saw, it well, is a goddamn mess, but that's kind of the term of it. Just because eventually you have to go to the middle uh, of the map, and everyone needs to attack at some capacity. Scoring was a little <laughs> difficult, though. I think yeah. I think the, the the one thing that we need to change on it is the scoring system. Yeah. Um, so essentially what happened was a giant PUBG thing. I think I've showed you the picture of the map. Yes, you did. Um, incredibly good looking, uh, like big square that, uh, Ryan found of the podcast ended up getting for free. And he gets a lot of things for free. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he just robs people. I think he does too. Um, yeah. Uh, top four of the entire day goes to this map and just fucking kills each other, get to the center before all these things die. Mm-hmm. So I just... It was me as Elder versus Thousand Sons, Mechanicus, and Corn Berserkers. It was honestly pretty spread out. Yeah. Like, there's there's a lot of, like... I would have thought if the people playing, like, Grey Knights or uh, Death Watch were actually good, they... Yeah. Like, it would, be, it would be Grey Knights, Grey Knights, Death Watch for Death Watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I would love to do it with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, could you imagine? Like, you just need to get to the middle and yeah. survive, but there's so much concentrated fire that you might get... Like, oh, did I mention custodies are 33 points? And then everyone's like, let's fire at him for one turn. Yeah, and then I just deflect them all anyway. Yeah, three, yeah. Three I, I would take the shields on them, right? And just run three up invuls the entire time. Just well, put them on the center point. Just never move. I'd say three up invuls against like a swarm would be good anyway. Because oh, yeah. they attack at disadvantage. Like, they have to roll fives to wound you, yeah. typically. And uh, also, now that you, you have a more than 50% chance to just deflect the shot... It's, yeah, they're fucking stupid. You're but, lucky. yeah, so because of the way the, the game worked, I ended up taking all my uh, Dire Avengers in, which they had a four-up invul save, and that saved my ass a lot. So mm-hmm. if they have a three-up invul save, that's going to be even better. Um, I like how it was just you shooting the entire time, and <laughs> with the corn guy was just kill the witch, because the Mechanicus actually had a Psyker. Yeah, because that's that was our first. He was going against one psyker. I was going against the Thousand Sun psyker. I ended up getting his hand and killing him finally. But uh, yeah, because him, and th- me, and the guy opposite me was on. He was corn berserkers. He did not have a psyker at all. So he's like, oh, "Fucking kill those psykers then." But he doesn't have like I think he had two ranged guys the entire time or something like that. So he's just like trying to pump shots, failing the entire time. Yeah. He didn't. I don't think he got like a good <laughs> shot into the psyker until the third round. Yeah. Uh, granted, the first round was a wash. Everybody just moved up. And it's like, all right, cool, next move. I deliberate, but like a lot of positioning. Like, I think if I were in that game and I were playing Necrons, not Drukari. Although, if I was playing Drukari, I'd probably be in the exact same situation as the Corn guy. Yeah. Um, but I would just like run down one specific guy so that I would eliminate twenty five percent of the competition. Yeah. Because what's he gonna do? He's gonna shoot at me. Yeah, but he's also gonna fall behind because I'm trying to cut him off. Yeah. Yeah. And if I notice somebody's focused on, I, I don't know if I would split my shots or help out. Well, because like the only thing I cared about killing right off the bat was the psychers, because psychic is annoying as fuck. Yeah, um, always is. Because I involve saves don't do anything against it. You just go whap, and my guy's head explodes. I'm like, all right, fuck you. Psychers and weird boys are not fun to deal with. Not okay. It's not okay. And when he can manifest two psychic powers a turn, that's not okay. Oh so, yeah, thousand suns. I actually really like their army right now. I know. I, I can't it's, it's a goddamn shame that Keenan is so unlucky with everything because I think Thousand Suns are in a very strong spot because they get like essentially a tank 
Well, uh, they're dusty boys, so they're yeah. effectively just dust-filling space armor. That's super cool. Yeah. That's a really cool aesthetic. And uh, they recently just got Scarab Terminators, which are effectively just big, slow, bulky tanks on legs. Um, and they got a wizard. So it's a big tank that shoots psychic powers that moves real slow, but generally will not die. Filled with dust and not a person. And yeah. then a regular filled with dust sorcerer. So, like, those two guys just shoot mad, like shoot magic everywhere, like cybolts. So, they're really annoying, and they're really tough to kill, and I'm pretty sure they got a range boost. So, like, regular psychers... Yeah, regular psychers go, I need to get up slightly close in order for my smite to work, but the scarabs just go like, oh, fuck, I'm here. Oh, is that a guy all the way over there? Fucking sweet! <laughs> what is it, 24 or 36? I'm pretty sure it's 24. Regular is just like 12 or 18. So I think it, yeah, I think it was 18 and they upped it to 24 and then gave him an extra one a turn. Well, it makes it so that <sighs> Necrons can't really shoot rapid fire into Thousand Suns anymore if they want to kill a Psyker. Like, they yeah. need to walk up eat a few cybolts and then shoot at them instead of just shooting at them normally. So rough. This game's good. Yeah, that's fun. I enjoy it. But yeah. Grim Darkness of the World 40k, some weirdo wiggling his fingers is always the most dangerous. I hate it. <laughs> it's just That's just how it works. Hi, that's I... Fucking wizards in general. Fuck wizards. Yeah. Can I just say, fuck wizards. I got a gun. I, that's all the magic I need. <laughs> Somewhere there's a wizard very upset at what you just said. Yeah, fuck him <laughs> or her. I like. I have guns that seal the souls, but no, this fucking guy goes, "Hey, look over that over there." There's hey, no soul there. That? She's dust. I, I mean, that is the, what the soul is essentially. I can I, I can vaporize matter, and I still don't win these games, right? I have. In my my faction that I bought into Necrons. They have a fucking artifact that can. They can point at a star and say, that goes supernova in about ten minutes. <laughs> and All right, Frieza. The, well, the only way, the only reason why we don't is because our faction wants to get refleshed. Oh. Um, but the curse of flesh sucks. Here's the thing. <laughs> uh, the Silent King felt real bad about turning everyone into robots, which is our, our de facto leader. Sorry, guys. Um, and some of the some of the sub factions go. Ah, we were fine with being robots. Some factions are like, yeah, fuck all living things. <laughs> but the uh, Silent King can just switch everyone's programming to, yeah, you're going to look for flesh now. Um, the only reason why we haven't decided to kill everyone immediately is we want actual biomatter so we can create flesh. Uh, we want to kill the Tyranids because if we it's the Tyranids. Yeah, we, they, it's the Tyranids, let's be honest. That's all I really need to say. But if we do get, like, fleshy bodies again, we're probably going to get eaten. Yeah. Like, we're actually very reasonable. We're just assholes. What if... What if... What's up? The flesh you find is Tyranid. That was also a possibility, but I'm pretty sure the Silent King would just say, like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> just become them, and then they're not a problem. That's honestly probably the best solution. You're, you're if, if, if he can do the weird program thing, but to all Tyranids, problem solved. You see, it's just like when Vencer made a sliver and put it in the hive. Hey. <laughs> There's a skeleton in all of us, friend. There's a skeleton in all of us. See, you're thinking Grimdank, like everyone else should. The Silent King doesn't think about Grimdank, or Grimdark at all. <laughs> I like Grimdank. Yeah, Grimdank, Grimdank is, Grimdank is the uh, meme subreddit. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he, he doesn't browse Reddit. 
Silent King just wanders around, sometimes allies of the Imperium, which honestly, I'm still waiting for that fucking, I can take Blood Angels as well as Necrons. The Silent King sounds okay. He's... Because my, my general stance on, on Reddit is, it's just pretentious 4chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's hella focused in some things. Some subreddits are good. Yeah. The platform as a whole. Basically Twitter. Decent, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, Reddit, Reddit is, is a good idea in the fact that some people just use it to dump links to other things going on. Yeah. Some use it for announcements. Uh, some subreddits are, like, really good if you're a fan of stuff. Holy fuck, there's a lot of bullshit on that site. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, so my DM uh, posted a thing on the D&D Next subreddit that's a mistake i can tell you just from experience so we're doing the storm king's thunder module yeah uh and part of it is there's a village of yak folk um and when you meet them they invite you in and they're super friendly and welcoming and all this stuff i guess spoilers for anyone going through the fucking module not that it really matters um they're bad yeah uh they attack you in the middle of the night um and they they take slaves because they're being basically forced by the fire giants to gather slaves for them because fire giants love having slaves. Yeah. So the yak folk are basically slaves to them, but they let them do their own thing as long as they take other slaves and give them to them eventually. But they also enjoy the slaves. So oh. it's, you know, they are bad guys. They are not victims. They are bad guys. <clears throat> um, but in the book, in, in the official module book, um, it just like your players can make perception checks to see <coughs> that when you show up, they're taking the slaves away and putting them into buildings. Hmm. But by the book, all of the slaves are supposed to be almost all women, and they're all kept naked. Oh, it doesn't say anything else, but that says a lot right That's, there. Yeah, right. Um, and so yak incel cult. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. Um, the, the way the yak folk reproduce is they can somehow become a parasite that grows inside the body of another person. It's not okay. Because oh, that, that is some grim dark shit. Uh, right and they eventually turn that person into a yak person. But they can choose to, and they can body hop. It's ah. fuck. We killed all but one. Good. Oh. There was one left. He hopped into one of the prisoners we took. We're flying in the airship that was lent to us. It's broken now. Because um, <laughs> we got attacked by that giant dragon. Oh, no. Uh, that was bad. Anyway, um, so he was there, and then the party, mostly good people, decided, well, we didn't want to actually genocide your people. You didn't directly hurt anyone. I guess we're going to let you go. Uh, my gnome was like, okay, so it's a parasite. That takes over other people. They're a bunch of slavers. They betrayed us. They betrayed our trust. They willingly work for the giants, take slaves, enjoy slaves, and do this to people. They're like, yeah, we want to let them go. I'm like, I'm, I'm like you know, the, the monk who ends up being the deciding factor in how we progress. Because most people are kind of like, eh, I can go either way. Um, she's like, well, I think it's the right thing to let them go and try and be redeemed. And my gnome's just like, well, you can do that or just throw him off the airship. <laughs> He's going to come at us. And if you, if you let him go and he comes at us later, I will not hesitate to turn him into a smear. But 
I told you so. Salty Jeff. You, you can do yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but otherwise, like he, he, we'll just toss him right off the edge there. Yeah. I don't care if he's the last of his kind. Fuck him. <laughs> they, they were bad. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, so he posted on the subreddit. He goes, hey, like, you know, does anyone else find that the module as written, like, that this is just, like, sloppy and shitty? <laughs> like, this is creepy and weird. Like, has anyone else decided to deviate from it? Or how did other people decide to portray it? Or did you just go with what was in the book? Um, the immediate response from people was vitriol. Yeah, yeah. Um, then his thread got deleted by the mods. Of course, yeah. Then he right. got banned from the subreddit. Wow. That, uh, yeah, that sounds about right. See, I was uh, expecting it to go the way RPG horror stories goes uh, and have half the responses be like, yeah, we also took women's lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, that's a good, scary high percentage of the D&D subreddit. That is uh, a so comfortable one. <laughs> I, I do check, like, D&D horror stories and RPG horror stories. And yes. yes. They're fucked. Uh, they I, are I, bad, and I hate when people are like, <laughs> why are you posting this here? <laughs> and you're like, uh, mm, mm, mm. never playing with that guy? Yeah. What's his IP? Never playing with yeah, that guy? No. <laughs> well, there's just so much, like, a lot of people... A lot of people play D&D, and, like, RPGs just in general tabletop. Some of them are unsavory, and some of them just have really bad attitudes towards the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some, people can have bad attitudes towards the game and still, like, function in the social thing and, like, play the game. Yeah. It's, it's the people who use... Here's the, I'm all for, like, escapism and wish fulfillment by way of playing games. However, yeah. there's a difference between wish fulfillment and exercising your fetishes. Yep. How many of those RPG fucking horror stories have I read where one of the characters who is a female is knocked out unconscious, couldn't save against it, and now is pregnant? Yep. It's more than one. Uh, my my favorite one is a female player was going over to this guy's place to play. The whole group was kind of shitty, but she it was the only group she could find to play. Uh, it was her first campaign ever playing D&D. Her character was based off of her little sister. Her little sister who was ill or died or something like that. Um, And she got kidnapped and jailed. And the DM, as an aside during a break, was like, hey, like, what are you okay with having happen here? Like, and she assumed that it'd be like, oh, you know, she gets tortured, something like that. Like, yeah, she can pull through it. Like, I can see how the character can deal with this stuff. No. Graphically described rape the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um... And then after the session, the DM and his girlfriend, who were both hot trash, oh, yeah. um, propositioned her for a threesome. That's right. It yeah, was the third time they had done so, but she completed the session just like, being like, yep, mm-hmm, yep, do this, mm-hmm. Just like, yep, yepping her way through it because she had been raped when she was younger as a child. Yeah. And the whole thing, she's like, yeah, I don't want to go back to that. And they like... <laughs> Gave her shit. He's like, well, I talked to you about it. You were fine with it. It's like, no, 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 no. Meth head Steve, no. <laughs> it's just, no. Okay. I'm surprised at the amount of people and the amount of posts where people were just okay with playing through rape. Yeah. Like, I just, I, I guess it's just my <laughs> ideals, but I just kind of don't understand why you would include that in a public game. Mm. Like, if it was. I'm writing a, a, a grim, dark, really, really shitty environment situation thing. 
but I also probably also wouldn't um, wouldn't describe it, and no. then other people just go detail. Let's let's go. Like I'm not only going to mention it. <laughs> mentioning it is just like, all right. So now there's a really shitty thing that happened. So now we, we, we want to go fix it. Like, this is evidently a traumatic experience. But people describing it is also awful. Well, yeah, you just, like, <laughs> here's the thing. If, if bad things happen, right, and you see the same thing with the horror stories, with RPGs or anything like that, just bad writing, bad stories, fiction, where people use especially rape and slavery mm-hmm. as incredibly cheap and shitty, shock, gotcha, here's your bad guy things. Yeah. And it's a very incel bad guy. Yeah, it is. And like, here, my DM has never been laid. Yeah, and like, even if you take all of that away, you look at it from a purely artistic standpoint. You take the creepy person doing it out of yeah. the equation. It's lazy, bad, shitty writing. Yep. Yeah. It, it it just is. It there's a show don't tell. Yep. Leave bad things implied. Do you want to show that these guys are bad, evil people? Yes. Okay. You want it to be obvious that they have slaves. Put manacles on the wall. Do this. Do that. Don't have them parade a bunch of naked slaves around and then whip yeah. them and and stuff like that. It's like that's that's the jump scare all, all you of need writing. Is, yeah. all, all you need is do this or we'll put you in the mines. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's assume that you have mines. You have people working in the mines, and chances are you probably don't treat them well. I mean, it's also very easy to put like heavy authoritarian characters as like yeah he evidently keeps some people in his basement type of thing and you don't really need to show yeah there's people in his basement it's very heavily implied yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot of like you, you people don't infer i guess from the actual logic that's going on here's the story presented uh and like it's this isn't game of thrones although it's like Medieval-esque, plus magic. And it's all that it's not... It's, I don't think it's medieval. I think it's high fantasy. Yeah. Medieval is, in my mind, you have a bunch of peasants sitting around trying to survive. Yeah. Like, yeah. A medieval fantasy is going to be, um, like, a no-magic setting. Yeah. yeah. It's well, basically like, it. It's... I mean, when I think Is of, that low fantasy? That's low fantasy, <laughs> I guess. But when I think of D&D, like... The time period is kind of, you know, castles, med- yeah, yeah. Yeah. medieval, but plus magic, and everybody's not fucking struggling Absolutely. in their mud patties to survive. Well, like, but, with, like, with the addition of magic as well, you can... This is me going on a tangent, I guess, but, like... You can have huge societies that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, with myth magic, you can really raise the quality of life on all those peasants. All right. Like, you can be, like, sick. All this... All this mud, now turn the stone. Go build your fucking houses now. Yeah, like, I don't need to bake bread anymore. Here's my bread-making machine. Well, and that's the thing. is like If you do look at most like established D&D settings, are there poor people? Yeah. But yeah. like, oh no, we caught an awful disease. Okay, time to go to the big city and ask somebody to heal it for me. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be all of our savings, but you, you can do it. Well, yeah. chances are, like, there's a lot... I, I think that's where a lot of uh, a lot of the paladins and like the pantheons and stuff really help the setting is oh there's a huge plague let's go go to fucking Paylor like we'll yeah. make an offering to Paylor the paladins and clerics <laughs> will come down and come help us yeah like that's it's it's kind of like a miracle society thing and where that turns on its head is like the negative pantheon the anti paladins like yes. just general evil bullshit that comes out of holes. Like, you, you, you can buy cures from a beholder, for example, but he's not gonna... He's gonna remember. <laughs> yeah, like, the worst thing that happens in, like, 
the Forgotten Realms Faerun setting is like, oh no, you were unfortunate enough to be born to a poor family in a big city run by one of the evil churches. Yeah. You are in grave danger. However, that is not the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just that. And uh, when people... Lazy, shitty writing bothers me. Yeah. I'm fine with things that are written poorly. Yeah. Well, like, that's no problem. Tropes are there for a reason. Yes. And it's the, it's the problematic tropes are problematic for a reason. Right? Yeah, you don't... You can still have shitty things happen without long gotcha shock value. Yeah, and that's it. It's like, you know, oh, you want a horror campaign. You can do that. Atmosphere, tension. What What is the best... Like, have you watched many horror movies? I watch exclusively horror okay. movies. What's the best kind of horror movie? Uh, anything that is... Fuck it. It just makes you feel anxiety the entire way through. Exactly. <laughs> do you see the monster? Maybe. When? It's the not, end? It's not seeing the monster. It's the threat of potentially something happening. Exactly. Right? It's, it's always about those things. And eventually, the big bad evil guy essentially is your payoff. Right? Yeah. yeah. But the entire time you're going through it, you're like, man, this yeah. sucks. There's, there's, <laughs> Saw isn't scary. It's no. uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the difference is I dislike the cheap, shitty writing that is, hey, like, you think this guy's evil. He threatened one of your characters and seems to have power and like your 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 characters are picking up on like some shit right now. You go, okay, like this is a delicate situation, I need to handle it. Versus oh, you know, here you go. Like one of your PCs, it's like, oh, uh, all of you make a wisdom save. And then you roll a bunch of 19s, like, oh, no, no one made it. Yeah. And then the one female character in the party gets abducted and goes to a back room. And it's like, um, like, that's the, that's just shitty. Yeah. That is the saw of here's mature tension. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, I, I, in the last campaign, I, like, I realized I had a module set up and it just, I felt shitty just kind of railroading everybody to it. But, like, it was set up ages ago. It's been hinted towards the entire time. Yeah. And now it's time to kind of go do it. But, like, we had so many weeks off that I kind of lost my groove of how I was going to weave that in. So I'm of like, course. fuck it, you're going to go deliver groceries at this thing. Yeah. And literally, if you guys just delivered the groceries and turn around, I would have given you phone rewards. I mean, that's, <clears throat> that's, that's the secret to a lot of adventuring groups is that you present the situation <laughs> and then they just fuck it up. Yep. I, I mean, I was expect. I mean, the fuck it up was the intention, but I yes. had another thing, like, written and ready to go if you were like, yep, here you go, thanks. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, we did, we did play it really dumb. The wizard in the party just decided to go trust these two half-orcs <laughs> that are definitely ra- raring for a fight. Um, were their names uh, Maz and Korg? Practically. <laughs> Actually, yeah, pretty much. Add a syllable to each of their names, and that was me and Patty's character. Yeah. <laughs> we were like clerics of war, of the war domain. He was... Uh, Grumpsh. and I was, oh God. I was following Torm. Yeah. So, Torm? Find the idiot. Yeah. Because he's war, but there's order and chivalry Yeah, Torm. The Boros Groomsh is your default orc. Like, <laughs> oh, or Groomsh is the orc god of pillage and rape. Yeah, so Gruel. <laughs> yeah, so Boris and Gruel. All right, that's how I look at you guys. From hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what the other stink my character with, but like, I guess it's now like red and white half plate. <laughs> <laughs> 
because like I I had I had this module sitting on my drop or my my Google Drive for fucking ages, and I wanted to do it in some capacity, and finally I just kind of like eh. I don't know how to do it. Oh, yeah. You set it next to what the party's doing, and then they just end up there. Yeah. It's like, hilarious. Because, like, every time something happened, I would always mention, like, they went out into the woods to go stop these zombies from showing up. Mm-hmm. And when they first walked into the woods, there's a path leading up to this house with a whole bunch of signs on it. That's like, don't enter, don't trespass, fuck off, don't come around here. Yeah. So, you know, keep the signs, whatever. They continue on their actual mission. They come back, mention the signs again or something like that, and then, like... When they're in the tavern talking about, like, what's going on locally, it's like, well, you know, i got to give a grocery delivery to that fucking weird guy over there. He pays good money, so, you know, we do the whole thing. Also, snails are turning into birds, and, like, birds are turning into candy and shit like that. And, like, you know, sow these little seeds here and there. But then, like, two or three weeks in heaven, I'm like, ah, go get groceries. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of sucked. It worked. We, <laughs> we lost the plot a little bit. Yeah. To be so fair, I think our particular adventure group, sorry to interrupt, oh, is uh, not plot averse, but... I'm pretty sure a lot of us don't take, like, mental notes. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm definitely guilty, and I'm the DM. I don't <laughs> take their... I, I remember names, and I remember what you guys did. That's about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, as far as, like, module fuckery goes... So, we're doing Storm King's Thunder, yeah. right? Has a module. Plot doesn't happen until Chapter 9 of the module, because it's very open world. Yeah. So, there's tons of shit you can do until, like, between the first major plot beat in like chapter two and the next major plot beat in chapter nine Hmm. and so we got a rumor at um like in chapter two after the beat they're like hey this village a day up the road has problems with hill giants this is up here this is up here this is what's going on we were in Waterdeep. Oh, needed to go and like a day to the side to go investigate this hill giant thing. Instead, we went all the way up north to Ten Towns <laughs> because that's where we had come from back when like frost giants attacked that. We went to Waterdeep to tell people like, "Hey, like war, war, war's on, boys!" <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we fight, lads. And then uh, so like that was a thing. And then we just ignored going to the village to help them. Like, they had been attacked by giants that were like, yeah, they'll take care of that. We're going to do this because this other thing feels more time sensitive. Proceeded to just iceberg hop through the Arctic Sea. Found uh, the ship that the frost giants were using to march on places um, while we were looking for their ancestral home. Couldn't find that, but found the ship. Found some other stuff. Lost a party member, found the like frost giant oracle that would help us find other things, and hit the main plot beat of the quest for chapter nine. Columboed our way, way into way. it. Whoops. In a recent session, we were talking about stuff, talking to the people, and someone's like, Oh yeah, it's like, you know, if you go uh, there's this town, they're recovering this and this, but the person you're looking for is actually there. Um, and we had found out where the uh Hill Giant Queen was. Because we have to go to each giant and get an artifact from them. So, we can talk to her. We already figured where she was. We were supposed to figure her out by going to the town. <laughs> immediately after and coming into the... Get there, she'd give us a piece, tip us off on the greater scheme of things. And then eventually make our way north and do that. Instead, we went north. 
updated the quest to chapter nine. And in the process of trying to find the hill giant thing for chapter three, like not knowing that this was the, like yeah. we were horribly out of order, stumbled into the chapter 11 boss <laughs> of, of the fire giants uh, when we had that elevator fight. That's a uh, quick saving, quick loading <laughs> into walls and Skyrim level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Rimini. when we started the module, Devin was like, hey, should, do you guys want to keep doing experience by kill, which is what we were doing, or do you want milestones? Where when you reach certain points, or you've done enough, you all level up together. And we're like, yeah, let's do milestones. Sounds yeah. fun. Because then you're not just staring at your experience number going, I haven't killed anything in three yeah. in three sessions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's a more eloquent way of like actually running through a big module anyway. Yeah. Like, you can run the chapters out of order, and then you can just be like, oh, well, now I'm going to scale up the encounter based on milestones. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I really need to... Because I, I forgot to give quest experience for the last one. Uh, I meant to do that to uh, the people who were there yeah. that solved it. So, But... Granted, we've not had the full party there. Um, I know Emily is gone, but like Sarah hasn't shown it for a little while, so I kind of want to give uh, at least a, a bone for solving that one. I mean, <coughs> we're playing Rifts soon anyway. Yeah, that's true. We'll probably finish this module and then we'll be on the Rifts anyway, so. Yeah. It's, it, it's I'm a fun thing. I'm going to try to Yeah, will frequently just fuck it all up. You, you can't help it. You can't save it. It will never, right. ever get easier than that. No, I, uh, like, uh, the, the module that I have, I've skimmed it over. It's pretty bare. Like, it, it's just a straightforward dungeon. We haven't yeah. actually done a straightforward dungeon, so it's kind of nice to actually get all that where I don't have to, like, peel through and make up this, make up that, figure out the stat line for this, bullshit <laughs> this, do that. Yeah. Like, I just have it kind of all presented there. Yeah, and they don't wander off and go talk to an NPC <laughs> that up until that point didn't exist, but it makes sense for them to be there, and you didn't expect them to go this way. Yeah. So now all of a sudden they're like, hey, I want to talk to this guy. And you're like, hello, sir, how are you today? <laughs> and it, yeah, it just turns into a lot of, oh, God, what have these people done to me? DMing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've definitely rewritten the story for it though because like, I like my idea and I just kind of needed something to kind of go with the idea and mm-hmm. this was perfect so this I, is kind of I just don't commit yeah <laughs> <laughs> a, there, granted I think we have a lot of fun in our uh, in our games but like story wise I just don't commit yeah me I like having because that over there is eventually going to be one of those like uh, um, the white border thing right, behind, right in front of the door um, that is eventually going to be one of those, like, you see the CSI people with the fucking, ah, like, the rope good. everywhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. tying this to that, and that, that, that's eventually what that's gonna be. Yeah, campaign prep. Yeah, <laughs> but not for campaign, for just a movie thing that I've been writing for a while. Oh, nice. Also good. Character webs are often important. Character webs, plot webs. They're helpful. Ooh. Um, hmm. I know you like programs for things. There was a thing, uh, by a YouTube guy who does medieval weapon stuff. Whose book just got launched? Who was he? Did a sponsored thing for a program he uses for character stuff for making notes. That sounds and really you, good. You can set up webs, but you can also click on people, set the relationships to other people. I love this. And then timeline and notes. I'll figure out what that was. Because that right side of that board there is going to be essentially that. Yeah, I I will that. figure this out. This sounds really good. Um, and I know. know. Um, I know in the script writing thing I have, you can like do something similar to that. Because you can, you write you, you write your characters in, and then you insert character name where you need it, and that way, partway through, you can just click character name and then mm-hmm. see kind of some things about them. 
but it doesn't make a web. It's just it's just plain text kind of thing. So yeah, this sounds much better because I. One thing I really like is characters. Like I, like, I want to have a character that's at least re- reasonably complex, but, um, I guess believable, because it's a horror thing. But a lot of horror characters are just fucking plain Jane, boring ass things. Yes. <clears throat> so, my uh, my idea for everybody is trying to make them believable in some way, and like I'm building a list of their flaws first before I like build up their strengths, mm-hmm. because I think that's makes people vulnerable and you know you, you need a vulnerable group of people without being too tropey you do because like just like a compelling cast of characters make you actually yeah. care about them right like the main character has like kind of a victim blaming complex where they don't have to they don't need to get involved there's no point for this character to really be getting involved in the first place mm-hmm. but because his complex is like making him feel incredibly guilty that's what gets him roped into doing this and it starts the whole thing off because he felt like he was being useless and he felt like he was also like i guess he felt like he should be doing more and he just completely felt guilty about not helping out at all even though it's you know this is a police matter this is an investigation matter you're just some dude with a camera but uh he he just feels like a victim in some way Mm -hmm. and it's like really selfish and stupid but also, it's a guilt complex at the same time. So I built that. And then that's why the character kind of did it. And that's his motivation, is just insane amounts of guilt. Nice. Because, honestly, with tragedy, a lot of people take, uh, in this case, a loss of some sort or somebody missing as, uh, a, like, it affects people differently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of built it as something like, how would this affect, I don't know, just at your average Joe in the real world? Like, in a movie or a script or anything, they'd be like, well, lost my parents. I guess I'm going to go on sabbatical or something. Or, you know, I need to I need to yeah. take this trip to really find myself. And their motivations seem kind of eh. I found it. What is it called? Uh, it's called Campfire. Campfire. That's how, that's adorable. That's, yeah, that's where we So do. I, it was, he, when he has sponsors, he tells <clears throat> about it at the beginning. Usually his main sponsor is like Audible and shit. This is uh, everybody's success. He he did that and uh, fuck you all. It was, I, I don't think they want. I don't think anyone wants us to be you know sponsored by legally <laughs> tied to anybody. Yeah, let's, let's be honest here. Like we, we we if we want sponsorships, we do another podcast. Yeah, which yeah. I had a great idea for. It was, I was like, man, like I was trying to search it and like I was on like the YouTuber wiki and shit, and I'm like, wait a minute. So I, I, I googled a couple key phrases, and it was his video on boot plate, and I'm like, ah, oh, yes. Boot plate's uh, bullshit. Uh, yes. <laughs> so you know, it's two videos on it. One is on actual boot plate, which I didn't watch. But his other one is like, oh, like female armor fantasy versus reality. And it was basically normal armor's fine. Don't worry about it. Yep. But it wouldn't be unreasonable for somebody to stylize their breastplate or something to be feminine if they were going to be wearing it and felt like it. And there's ways to do it without it being immediately dangerous. Just don't put boobs don't on put it. Don't put boobs yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. But like you could like because all chest plates have a bulge. Yeah. But uh, surprisingly, of all things, sabers from fucking Fate Stay Night. Yeah. On the upper part of her thing, it comes out here. Yeah. And it's like yeah, that that's that exists on a breastplate yeah. anyway. It would normally be down here, yeah. just up a bit more. Yeah. 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 That's it. Yeah. I actually years ago when I tried doing YouTube and then also realized, man, I like real jobs and hobbies instead of trying to make this money job yeah. thing. Um, I actually wrote an entire script on Boo Plate, yeah. and uh, the physics evolved. 
Yeah, it's like... And I never filmed it because uh, I was moving. Yeah, he was he was that video and at the story talks about Campfire, which is cute. And yeah, it seems to have a decent interface. Um, hopefully it's a helpful thing. But what a wild world. Right? Stylized armor as I'm looking at the custodians right here. <laughs> Is this it? Campfire technology? Yes, I think so. Cool. What are the vents on the back of these guys? Um, that wasn't the logo when I looked at the thing, but... Oh, I mean, at least that's yeah. up, but that'll give me something to kind of go off of if I uh, yeah. miss it. We should probably wrap up. I see your chest is glistening. <laughs> it's blinding yeah, me, frankly. No, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so shiny. <laughs> it, it is... My uh, arms. Yeah, you are. You actually do a machine. Yeah, right. I actually that, feel great though. That started cold early. <clears throat> like when I sat down, I'm like, oh, that's not good. It didn't help that I drank this Tim Hortons large to coffee double it, double. It probably did not within a minute. Could yeah. you imagine if we just ended this entire thing ending up with a sponsor from Tim Hortons? <laughs> I physically hate their coffee, but it's the only thing keeping me alive right now. Mm. Um, yeah. But could you imagine if they like? Final season. Let's go. Let's go do other things, guys. Like, well, maybe we'll rebrand. Tim Hortons just walks up to us and goes, "If you continue doing this shitty show, we'll give you a sponsorship." And they're like, "Fuck yes!" If anyone does ever actually try to sponsor this, I've got two guesses as to who it would be. It could be Anime Wendy's from Twitter. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, because they're getting real weird lately, <laughs> um, and honestly, that wouldn't be that off-brand. As long as I can meet the Wendy's girl. Or, uh, or Arby's. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that would actually be perfect. We would... <laughs> yeah, not, not an Arby's in sight, but, like, fuck it. <laughs> I, first of all, I, I love picturing that at either the beginning, middle, or end segment that we talk about sponsors. What realistically do we talk about most of the time? Lately, it's been Warhammer. Usually, it's by shooting people, like, mm-hmm. games like that. We... We talk about mostly the same stuff, and it's not really, like, relevant to any sort of sponsorships besides Games Workshop. But they're never going to sponsor us because they're really protective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, we don't say very many good things. No, absolutely <laughs> not. We, we bitch about a lot of stuff. In fact, I Yo, think maybe I... we get sponsored by Wizards. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I would love getting a sponsorship just by talking shit about everyone else. Yeah. Like, we don't even promote them. It's like, all right, so Wizards of the Coast promotes, like promotes us maybe maybe like via the rpg section like oh promote our uh promote our D campaigns it's like all right so i know there's a lot of <laughs> this shit. episode brought to you by magic arena <laughs> <laughs> use the following code to get 10 percent off please your next Christ, gem purchase. no literally pl- magic please i need more rare wild cards it's a problem <laughs> <laughs> oh fine. yeah right well I think that's a Eat Arby's. I don't want to. Yeah, no, it's actually horrible for me. I fucking, no, like, the thought of eating Arby's does not sit well in my stomach. Although I did just drink this entire large salted caramel ice cap and that's not sitting well. No, I wouldn't have. I assumed that's why you were dizzy. Arby's is just dusty fucking Subway. 